0: this is a foobar radio podcast go to foobarradio.com for more details
1: you're listening to the best of foobar radio it's now time to welcome our wonderful guests are very excited about having these boys in the studio uh, we've got yuck in the studio everybody <laughs> yeah that's not that many people. <laughs> there, there is, they're all
2: in
1: here. Uh, I think that's roughly how many people we've had in the entirety of the show in the two years it's been running. So we sold out the venue. No. No. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, so, welcome to. Oh, do you have sorry. to have the window open, well, mate? I'm soup, a, I've got. I, I managed to procure us a really good band, and you've got motorbike going past it's outside. Soup. Um soup. Don't worry about the soup. Okay. So, uh, we've got Max um, and. Ed? Ed? Yeah. So, oh god, I'm having a meltdown. <laughs> wow. Um, I just, I couldn't see it written down. I knew I'd already asked you. And I knew it was Ed, and I was like, if I get this wrong, it's so bad. But I just had to take a leap of faith. It's okay. And... I
3: get this all the time. No, you. Don't
1: yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. <laughs> so, uh, guys, you uh, third album, right? That's yeah. right. Yeah. So um, let's let's jump straight in and talk about that a little bit. Um, how have you found the reception has been when you've been playing it live of um, people enjoying your new stuff how have you found people have been reacting to it
4: yeah I mean um, live it's been good uh, it's like I remember when um, the songs always seem to get a good reaction when we play them live which is cool but um, I remember we were playing live at Leeds Fest um, like two years ago and we just decided to play a song from this record just to try it out yeah. and I remember Audibly hearing someone in the front row say, "Wow, this is actually good." Wow.
2: I said that too. I never said that.
4: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I I think you told me actually.
1: but Yeah. I I wouldn't have told him. I'd have just kept that under wraps. It's no good for the. uh, But it is positive. It is positive. Just not about other bits and pieces. Maybe Um, I. I performed at Leeds Festival and had an absolute shocker. Um, it's the worst gig I've ever that's had in my still life. About it, don't some time, uh, up until about six months ago, I was still getting a tweet off of one guy going, you are the worst comedian I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's terrible. I got booed for like the whole 20 minutes. I don't know what I did wrong. I'm sorry to hear that. So um, I think it's just Leeds. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I, I, I actually love Leeds. I I'm sure you know, that's your opinion. <laughs> <but> mine is. <laughs> I've had a great time
3: there and you can get a taxi across the whole town for like two pounds. It's great party town <laughs> yeah, I mean, when that, that's the, to and that's the
1: best thing you can think to yeah, say off a, the bat about it it uh, might be not so
3: strong I once crashed an Asda end of year party there it was pretty fun oh, was what? What?
1: as in uh, the staff for having the their staff end party end of year party yeah, not wow. in an asda not in an asda no, it, was right in, it was in
3: a hotel but we still yeah it was
1: good fun what, what sort of hotel was asda hanging out in I have no idea it was was it a nice hotel I, don't I remember. can't remember it can't remember. was
4: one of the nicer hotels I wasn't there unfortunately I was <laughs> in bad like a good boy do you find do you find that you
1: are a bit more professional than than Ed?
4: Um, yeah, I think I am. I think you wouldn't mind me saying that. Yes, I am. Is that because there's
1: more responsibility on you? Uh,
4: possibly, but you know, when you've been around for as long as I have, you know, I've I've, I've been there. I've got the t-shirt, seen so, some stuff. Yeah, right. Right now, I just you've been sort to of, you've
1: been to all the as the parties yeah. available. To you. you don't need
4: another one. I just want to be in bed before midnight nowadays. So yeah. Yes, I am more responsible.
1: You're going to have to try harder to get him out, Ed. I'm working on it. Good. <laughs> um, so how how do you feel that this album has progressed from your from your last record? Um, did you go into it uh, thinking differently about how you were going to make it or did you just basically organically just let things come into your head and just whatever came out is, is how you decided to put it together? Or did you have an idea before you went into making it?
4: Um, kind of half and half. Like, I mean... I wanted to you know learn from everything we had done in the past the last record we did was a studio album um and that was really great but it meant that you know we didn't have complete control of everything as a band Mm -hmm. so when we wanted to do this one i guess we approached things uh you know we we didn't want to have any outside influence and we did it in my parents house and you know we just recorded it all ourselves and it felt like a lot less stressful and more easy and more
1: fun so yeah and were were your parents there when you were making the album like physically in the building Uh, or did you ship them out for a bit
4: no they were they were there sometimes i mean you know my my house right now because i'm the youngest child and i don't live at home anymore it's just like an empty shell um (laughs) you know there's absolutely no trace of me ever having been there um it's just like an empty b&q showroom so that's kind of like ideal for recording an album (laughs) (laughs) and
1: you'll be honest about this because I know Max isn't going to be honest about this right? Were well, there are times where you're <laughs> kind of sitting around awkwardly while they were kind of having one of them sort of whispered rails in the kitchen <laughs> I can't do, it, can't do that
3: it wasn't too bad it's, it's, we're quite far removed from where they generally tend right. to hang out so you know they're right down the bottom in the kind of kitchen living room area watching TV they're in a separate and wing and yeah, yeah, yeah. A separate <laughs> wing <laughs> wow your yeah. parents
1: yeah. do they need some lodgers me and Psych? could uh, yeah. in. <laughs> give them a bit of red I'll, Max I'll is just, just and Max laughed but on his face he just went absolutely not (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) Um, so um, Cannonball is your latest single which we're going to play in a minute Um, tell us a little bit about that Uh, well it's the second track on the album that we're
4: going to be releasing and uh, it was one of the first songs that we wrote for the album Um, yeah it's probably the most sort of short and up-tempo song that's on there so yeah
1: that's and it really. So the album's um, um, out on the 26th of February um, And Si, you are going to love this um, On the website There is a picture of a, a, of a shark Eating a seal that someone's <laughs> yeah. drawn Who oh, drew means. that? Did you draw that yourself, Max?
4: Uh, I didn't <laughs> um, That was actually my friend Esme Who is a very talented artist And illustrator She mainly does like uh, comic books But yeah, she's based in New York
1: she's very good and this uh, the man in the armchair is that going to be the cover of the album that is the cover that is a really strong album cover thank you yeah I really like that it stands out it's really good thank you Um, so obviously not long until the album comes out basically this Friday right yeah if I can think of where we are in the calendar month (laughs) yeah 26th (laughs) is this Friday (laughs) are you are you filled with like any um, emotions of like apprehension or you just really excited or how do you normally get before you release an album like how does it feel because obviously the general public i've never released an album most people so how do you feel pressured you feel just excited what's going through your head about friday's release well
4: i mean more than anything it's just i'm just excited because you know we've been working on it for a long time uh you know when i've done albums in the past i'm usually very apprehensive and um Quite scared and nervous um, to hear what people think, but at this point, I've kind of (laughs) learned a lot from you know what we've done in the past. And at this point, like I kind of think if people don't like it, then that's that's great. They don't like the band, but I'm personally very happy with it. And so I'm I'm just excited for people to hear it. And if people like it, then great. And if they don't, then that's also fine.
1: That must be a great position to be in. Like you know what I mean? Obviously, you're doing well enough as a band that you can, and you've been around long enough for albums to just be like right. I personally know what i'm doing what i want to achieve and so and i know that i'm i'm hitting those marks that i've set for myself must be quite cool to have that confidence
4: yeah because i mean at the end of the day like if you if you um write for other people if you think about the listener when you're writing i don't think anything good can come out i think you should always write for yourself and you know hope that people will like it but also be very comfortable with the fact that people may not like it yeah so yeah
1: Cool. Well, we are going to play Cannonball now, and then very excited for this to happen. Um, a bit later on, you are going to play live for us in the studio. We are indeed. And then also, you have befallen the dubious yeah. honour of getting to throw some questions at Sire in the, the feature <laughs> Sirey, brackets, Ask Sire Anything. Uh, before we before we come on to some stupid business uh, to do with uh, my co-host Sai over here, um, how... How do you feel about things like that? Like, cause some bands are really into it, some aren't. Uh, merchandise and, like, putting out, like, special edition vinyls and things. Is this something you're really into, or is it something that you're kind of pressed to do by your by your uh, management and stuff? Or how does that come about? Because some bands really get into it, and some people are just, like, they're not really that bothered. Well, I mean,
4: I, I think it's quite fun.
1: Mm, I mean, the more, I do. Cr-
4: the more creative you get with it, and the more stupid, than then it's fun. Obviously, like, you know, I think you should just sort of put yourself as in a position of a music fan like obviously you got to do t-shirts because like i really like band t-shirts but um we also do like hats and mugs yeah it's unusual and it's also just quite funny um and yeah i mean also like colored vinyl and stuff like that is just like some of my favorite vinyls are sort of really amazing like i've got um a picture disc of craftwork man machine and Mm -hmm. that just looks great and then also i've got um a vinyl of doctor who soundtracks which is blue and th- that just looks unbelievable. So I I really like doing stuff like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I was gonna just 'cause it was like coming up to Christmas time. I kind of ran out of money, and I was gonna get the um before it was released Sorry, the I clear no, fine. <laughs> uh, the clear um the clear David Bowie album. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, oh, I'll just get it after Christmas when I've got a bit more money. And then obviously like. It came out, and then obviously he passed away, and now you can't get one for love and money. If I want to get one, it's about oh, four hundred quid. No. Damn it! I should have just got it. Should, should have bought. So like, that's, that's yeah. always going to haunt me that I never picked up that. Uh, well, not colourless vinyl. Yeah, yeah. That must
4: be a lesson to you. That yeah, you I know. Need to trust your instincts.
1: Well, that's what. That's the good thing about you guys is it tells you how many there are of things left on your website. So it's like, Does it really? got, yeah, it's like. 25 left. <laughs> oh, yeah,
4: you mean the pledge music thing?
1: Yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. Okay. Oh, is that for... Pl- oh, because I've just got onto merch, so I was just going... I'm just obviously... Oh, I, I can't see your computer screen. No, you I remember? know. <laughs> I just went onto merch, and it's it's that. So, yeah, pledge yeah. music is a completely different thing, but that's really great that you've done that as well. Yeah, um, there's a lot of
4: interesting things on that, like um, you can buy uh, a night of karaoke with us, and someone has bought that. Wow. <laughs> and we're doing that in Austin, Texas. So
1: And are yeah. they... Are they ferrying you over there for that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're,
4: they're, that's terms. That's uh, very serious terms, um, which involve. You, you, We've basically got to be there. We've got to be passing through, like on tour. Right. Um, we can't like fly over to Siberia, especially for a night of. But camp. what if an
1: oligarch wants to pay you up up to go over there? If they want, it does for the happen. Flight. You know that. Like sometimes they'll book people for birthday parties and pay like a million pounds. <laughs> I mean, that's. Fa- I'm very open to it. Yeah. That. I just don't want it to be ruled out. I mean. Uh, I doubt very much the Venn diagram of uh, oligarchs and people that listen to Food by Radio. Uh, they hardly touch it hardly touches, so I doubt they're listening. But if they are, I don't want that to be ruled out. I mean, for if you're you. talking about
4: a Venn diagram of people who listen to Yuck and oligarchs, it's
2: like a, <laughs> <laughs> like a perfect circle. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's our main pandas <laughs> Uh, so you've got uh, quite a lot of gigs coming, obviously you've got two, I take it this is to promote the launch of the album at the Moth Club in Hackney, Yeah. Yeah. and uh, given that we've just been chatting about that we all live in close proximity to David Schwimmer and where Jonathan Ross swims and uh, <laughs> all that yeah. kind of stuff, it's kind of like a home gig for you guys, right?
4: Yeah, Jonathan Ross will be there, I mean him swim together every day and He'll be go. there in his
1: dour trunks, so <laughs> yeah. I thought they would have been more flamboyant but they were just black, I was very, very disappointed
3: Thurston Moore's another one as well
1: yeah. yeah, what color t- trunks chicken is? Going <laughs> <out>? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say speedos. <laughs> speedos. Um, so obviously, that's the moth club, uh, Friday and Saturday. Yes, yes. And uh, is,
4: is there still tickets available for that? Friday sold out, but Saturday, Saturday, um, there are some tickets left. All right, yeah. great. So, uh, get get Do them you know what while time. You, can. you guys are on on Saturday, uh, it will be 10 so we can hit a club after I'm I'm coming
1: yeah yeah. I've just made that decision I'm coming you won't regret that decision I I won't regret that decision you are right Um, and then there's a big gap and I don't know if this is because you've got a lot of karaoke gigs or whether this is (laughs) because you haven't got any transport but you've got until the 12th of May to make it to the Arts Centre in Norwich uh, yeah well <laughs> <laughs> what's happening in the
4: gap guys we're going to America
1: Are you going so to America <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: not a huge gap it's
1: not like oh, it's just because be I've been given thing, the UK tour oh, yeah, dates okay, in fine. a list it's, so it's like
3: it's a week and a half I think after, or like two weeks after Moth Club shows we're going to America March yeah. uh uh, March 11th I think it and
1: uh, are you just doing uh, tour shows over there or
3: we're doing a couple of festival? well we're starting in doing, South by yeah South by Southwest, Southwest. Yeah, so that's, uh,
1: f- that's what I assumed but I didn't go yeah. you doing South by Southwest, yeah. Southwest <laughs> you go no nah, and I'm like oh yeah, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have brought it up again <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah we're starting in South by and then we're doing a couple of other like, and have you done South by and- Southwest before
4: yeah we did like five years ago um, and it was very intense mm-hmm. um, but this time will be less intense mm. like the first time was you know, multiple shows every day. Yeah, um, this is just say like one or two.
1: This time there'll be a, a couple of evenings free to go to a Walmart Christmas party or whatever.
4: Something along those lines.
1: Yeah, and then uh in May you're off to Edinburgh, Glasgow, Manchester. Guildford, Birmingham, Brighton, Bristol, and Nottingham and a few other places as well. I'm not going to read them all out because that would be really... People arduous. are going to get angry. <laughs> like I've missed their town out.
4: Yeah, yeah. Bristol, represent.
1: Yeah, Bristol. Did you say I, Bristol? I did say Bristol. Okay, fine. I left out Bedford and Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> of course you left out Leeds. you yeah. hate Leeds. I, I, I missed out Br- Birmingham as well. Sticky cool. Mike's Frog Bar. Yeah, uh, in Brighton. Yeah, I used to one. hang out there when I used to live there. Yeah. That's great. Great little place. Good. Uh, enough about my past. <laughs> uh, so, as I said, Moth Club on, well, Friday sold out, but Saturday there's still tickets, Moth Club in London for the um, album launch gigs. Then the guys are off to South by Southwest. Um, I don't know if they're going to Toronto to ever send that message in, but uh, I we doubt are. We are, and
4: I can tell we you are. what venue we're playing. Go because on, then. I'm, it's the Silver Dollar Room, Toronto. There you go. Wow. For that imaginary listener that got like made up for that Toronto yeah. show.
1: <laughs> Get along. Uh, and then also, all those places that I said before, uh, you guys, Twitter and Instagram? hell yeah yeah what's the what's the handle (laughs) Um, yuck band yuck Yuck band okay (laughs) good Uh, so uh, check out all the stuff Uh, we're now uh, very honoured and privileged to have uh, Max and Ed play a little little live track for us so I'll let you guys take it away
4: alright you ready no One, two, three, four.
1: Emotion by Yuck uh, from their new album, which is out on Friday, called Stranger Things. Uh, go out and buy it. Get the coloured vinyl. Get the uncoloured vinyl. Get the t-shirt. Get the pants. There's no pants. Um, <laughs> and go soon. and see them around the UK in May, uh, gentlemen. Thank you very, very much for coming in. Thank You're very you. Welcome. And
5: uh, I'll see you on Saturday. See you on Saturday. All right. Nice. one. You're listening to the best of Fubar Radio. Right, I've got Adam here as well.
2: Yeah.
5: Hello. All right. There you are. All right, mate. Um, there's a reason for you being here. So, on the line now, we have um, a car. It's a car. Well, yeah, you're interviewing a car today. Got a car on. Tamer? Yeah. Tamer? Yeah. We're having a discussion about how to pronounce your name. Tamer, Tam. The American say Tamer. I'm going to go with Tam. Is that right? Yeah, that works. Tam Hassan, right. Um, so, I'll tell you what the situation is. Thank you for joining us, by the way. Where are you driving to? I'm on my way to Liverpool. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Why are you going there? Uh, don't be
0: sorry. We're going to have a night out. I've, got, I've bought some properties up there. So, I've got to meet the estate agent up there. Um, and we're going to have a night out. I'm with my, my cousin, H. So, we're on the M1. On our way to Liverpool. Do you
5: know where you should go? You should go. There's a comedy what? club called Baby Blue on the Albert Dock.
0: I've heard about that place. We're
5: looking for something to go. Mate, mate, go there, get fucking leathered, and really act up. Okay, perfect. Like, really ruin the show. Can I heckle? By all, mate, you knock yourself out. Whatever you want to do, you do it. I hate it. I hate that club. Done. I'm going to do that especially for you. Go ruin it. Fantastic. Is that that's conspiracy? That's conspiracy, isn't it? Um, although I don't advise that. But obviously, Mm -hmm. if if you want to do it, I can't stop you from doing it. Um, so, okay, so well, um, I've got, I've brought my assistant producer into the room, Adam, who I believe you spoke to already, Yes, in, in real life, because Adam's all up to speed on Game of Thrones, and I've never seen it.
0: Well, it's totally
6: true, until I, um...
5: Until can you not, have you not been on it yet? You can't talk about it, can you?
6: It's not no, I can't get
5: it. any spoilers. Oh, fine, yeah, fuck it, then, does it? All right, Adam, can you, can you do a spoiler-free interview?
1: Oh, I just want to ask Sam, like, um... How has it been, like working from, just like, because now they're completely off the books, aren't they? This series, season, they series they're, six, is completely like it's gone off script. Like, there's no input from
5: not, pa- script. not off script. You know <laughs> what I mean?
0: No, they've passed the writer. The writer overtaking the writer. Um, I mean, I, I hear that the writer's poorly, so. Uh...
5: I don't know what's happening with season 7, there's going to be a season 7, but there's still going to be a season 7, and they're bringing the zombie element into it, but I'll write it, I'll yeah. write it. You'll write i yeah, well, listen, I'd write it. Right, here's
0: what happens.
5: Right, Tam has got, um like, it's like a sword, it's like a sword, but it's actually a laser sword. Yeah, that works. Right. A lightsaber. Good, that, well, let's call it that. And, well, what happens with, the, with your, what did you say, lightsaber, did you say? Your lightsaber. You got a lightsaber, right? That gets given to you because it-
0: Let's call it
5: a Tam'saber. saber yeah, that's yeah. fine. And it was um, your when it's given to you, you find out it was your father's before you. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's given it. It's, it, it's right. given to you by like a creepy old man. <laughs>
2: yeah.
5: But you just meet in the street, essentially. Yeah. And you go back his house, which you shouldn't really do, but you do do that.
0: Does he
5: breathe heavy? He can. <laughs> right. <laughs> however you want, however because you, 'cause you're director this as well, so however you want to direct it, you're cool, okay. mate. We've
0: got a heavy breathing dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's not your dad. He's not your dad.
5: He's not your dad. He's not your dad. It's he just dad. he gave you this light saber and said oh. it was your dad's. Oh it said it was my dad's, okay. Yeah. And then basically you it just be my uncle then? It, well, potentially it could be a sort of, a sort of an uncle. Alright, okay. So we got we got a dad, we've got a
0: dead dad, an uncle can't say that we're in the street
5: well there's the thing I'm feeling it it turns out that your dad isn't dead at all
0: oh he comes back from the dead as
5: a zombie no 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 he's he's always been alive but but he's been rebuilt wow and you think he's your mortal enemy but then you realise you could just there's probably some good in him um, is, this Adam, is this Adam I'm speaking to? No, this is Ray. And then yeah. and then right. um, you um, you have a fight with him and then he, fr- he throws the emperor into the pit. That's, I didn't mention Ray. the emperor, but there's an emperor as well.
0: Ray Ray. One, one, one minute, mate. Hey, can you think 999? <laughs> we need to
5: get a on this kid. No, I'm fine. I'm You're doing all right.
0: The
2: back door.
5: That's what <laughs> they say in all the best meetings, mate. <laughs> <laughs> they said that to J.K. Rowling when she turned Thank up with you. her book.
0: Well, you know
5: what? I've did it Actually, got dinged a few times. You
0: know I mean? She got what? She got dinged. Dinged? The curb. Yeah, dinged.
5: Oh. No, don't know no, what that means. Us.
0: <laughs> not for us, sweetheart.
5: Uh, Do one will ya? So, have, have you got any sure. other questions, Adam? Oh, he, he can't really say much, he can he? Not no, nothing. but have you got any spoiler-free no, questions? I,
0: I, I've got to tell you, I, I wouldn't. couldn't give you a spoiler if I wanted to. They don't give you no scripts. Mm. They give you no storylines. They give you nothing. They give you a page. They give you that horrid doc-wracky language stuff because I played mm. uh, one of the Dothraki leaders and it was so hard to learn they give you four or five pages of that Dothraki dialogue and say crack on and then you turn up on set <laughs> do that bit, word from and it? that's your act but I've got, I will tell you I mean for all the Game of Thrones fans each lead character which I do know their storyline is going to be epic epic how what? do
5: you how do you find guarding spoilers because even though they, you might not have big spoilers I'm about rubbish. the actual series are you really
0: rubbish I'm rubbish so if there was a spoiler to be given, I'm the one that's going to give it. <laughs> no, the, yeah, but... I the, mean, I've, the, had more law, I've had more lawsuits than... than <laughs> two gold, like right. That, right? The, I'm telling you, I, honestly, I am
2: rubbish,
5: so thank God they don't tell you anything. Well, de- but you... but you, you, I don't want you to say them, but you, you definitely will know spoilers because you are in some scenes. So I work on Red Dwarf, and yeah, I lovely. find it incredibly... Because I now know what happens in the next two series of Red Dwarf, because we've filmed them. They've all, they're all filmed. So I now know all of that. Yeah. And it's so, and I know all the guest stars, and I know, all, you know, everyone who's been in it, and all of that is a secret. It's a massive secret. Well, it,
0: there was five, there was five of us, right? Right. There five Dothraki leaders with the Dragon pizza. And all I can Khaleesi. Tell you is mm. Khaleesi, our sweet little Khaleesi, and, and beautiful she is.
5: Um,
0: they all got called back to die, and I didn't.
5: That's a spoiler, isn't it? That's a spoiler. Right <laughs> I'm sure that's a spoiler. Yeah. It's just, it's just a spoiler as spoiler as it can get. Right, okay, okay. That's all I've got for you, baby. I'm sorry. So, so what? but you are, you have just given the spoiler that you didn't die as well, unless you are doing a double bluff, which. Well, you know what? You know,
0: it could be a double bluff. Could they, be. You know, they, they don't tell do you anything. They go, not what's happening? You know, who's his We're not telling you. Yeah. Uh, if Sam is dead, we're not telling you. If he dies, we could see and We might bring him back and kill him. They don't tell you anything. But I know the other four went back and died.
5: I mean, But oh, there
0: you go. It's one of them. Dun, 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 I've never seen it. Am I going to come back as a Dothraki leader for season seven? Mm. And marry okay. the dragon
5: princess? I mean, you're you're intriguing the other people in the studio.
6: Well, be a dream. I um, won't
5: commit to it as a program. Imagine. We love it.
6: Yeah. We love, we love Game of Friends, yeah. And I. Yeah, Game of Friends is great. Yeah. I never watched it. I never watched it well, until I got uh,
0: until I got called on to the show. Mm. And I sat there and literally watched the whole lot. I was there for like
6: four days glued to the screen. It's so good. And Ian McShane's Brilliant. in this series as well, isn't he? The Ian, Ian yeah. Is, yeah, Ian's in this Ian's in six as well. And Ian's John John Snow's back this series, isn't he? Well, I don't know. Oh, Everyone's it's really asking that,
0: that question. I'm right in me, it. I'm getting asked that question. <laughs> I know everyone's no, asked that question about it's him. No dead. Do you know what? I mean, look, there was even talk of Sean Bean's character.
6: Yeah, oh, I heard that, but yeah. I, yeah, he's not. I like, yeah, think he's not he I mean,
0: look, it would be a travesty if that show stopped, wouldn't it?
6: Mm.
0: I mean, it's brilliant. I mean, look, look, look how ballsy they are. The first ever show kills off their leading man in the first series. Where'd you right. go from there? The language, you know. The Red the, the, Wedding. The, the explicit scene. I mean, the same, you know, there's no reason and, for me to and, watch and it now, is it? The,
5: the dialogue.
0: I mean, mm. they use the C word. Mm. <laughs> the what? You know, I mean, the C
5: word. Good heavens.
0: Yeah, good heavens. I mean, I find that
5: word. Well, I use that know, really about know. three times a week yeah. on this show, but I don't get any fucking ratings. That's what I'm saying. You use
0: the C word on that show. Yeah, know, yeah. You yeah. the C word.
5: I can use everyone. We was, was, was talking about the Go same on one. What say one? It, what come what come one do you think? What one do you mean? It.
0: See you next Tuesday. Cunt. You said it. I know. You're my hero. Thank yeah, you. Em, em, you are my hero. Yeah, I know. I'm That's brilliant, aren't I? You dropped the C bomb. I'm loving you. Yeah, I want br- a job on your show. F-
5: bring it off, Com. bring can off it? it.
0: <laughs> 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 I really want to say it. I really you can Say it. I can't because I've got the manager sitting next week. Oh yeah. and I'll kill you.
5: All right, well, how about this? How about just look right at your manager and say it? I'm, I'm sure Mate, you... Can I look
0: at him? Can I look at him and say it? Look right at him and See say you, it. See you, you soppy little cunt. There Why we go, there we go. Do one? Yeah. Oh, that felt so good. I know, right? <laughs> he just said, i <laughs> coming from you. Every performer
5: in the world wants to do that to the manager. Everyone wants to do that. Oh, good man. on you. I mean, you.
0: listen, managers, what are they? They're no different than pimps,
5: are they? They send you out the world and take 10%, don't they? No different. <laughs> fucking hell, oh, I, cool I, I dream of 10%.
0: Is that what you, well, you pay more? <coughs> yeah. Um, you know what I did? Do what I did. I bought the agency that represents me, so I actually take commission off of other actors.
5: I'm not sure. I'm not sure I I can quite afford to take to buy the agency I'm with.
0: Twenty-five grand. That's all it cost me. You know,
5: nothing. Yeah. I don't. I don't think. They was
0: in trouble, and I
5: bailed them out. I think. I think my one's worth a bit come more. Over than 25 grand. Come over
0: to me. Come over. We'll represent you.
5: All right. <laughs> that was easy done, wasn't it? Ten <laughs>
0: percent. Listen, ten percent. Come over to us. I'll represent
2: you
5: for ten percent okay well Nat, well, Adam's done a bit of the interview I've done a bit of the interview the only person that's not so far is Nat so Nat's oh, going to speak you to go. you now about the, um, the charity match at Dagenham and Redbridge yes
6: yes please so that's on the Sunday the 8th of May isn't it at Dagenham and Redbridge
0: football club it is yeah. Yeah, um, I'm captain in a celebrity side okay who's on the there. team with you Mazza, Jason Mazza. He, yep.
5: um, he had no idea. <laughs> uh,
0: Ashley, Waters. Tasha oh. Ashley Waters. Ashley yeah. Waters is there, Tasha. I know that a lot of the girls are coming down, Daniela Westwood's coming down, Bianca Gascoy, Lisa Nash. we got quite a few ex-pros down there. I'm trying to get hold of Dyer, but it's playing hard to get. He's okay. throwing that one in the mix. I'm taking Doc Cotton out for tea. I can't
6: make it. <laughs> um, <laughs> You, you um, got Gogglebox, haven't you? Sandy and Sandra from Gogglebox, oh, I love have, them. We have, we have. We've got, um, I think
0: we've got the Wilson Raider coming down. Okay, doing an appearance. Wayne Lineker's referee in the game. Oh. Um, there's a lot more, and, and I'm sorry if I've missed anyone out. But I'm captain in the side from sins It's the first game I've played in 18 months. I had a cartilage uh, cartilage operation. Yeah. When I was filming, I got kicked by a horse. But look, it's for it's for a children's hospice. It's a great cause. Come down, everyone, please. Right, it's have once in a blue moon, isn't it? Yeah. Budget, yeah, in a blue Um So yeah, it, it, please come down. Dangle my records. i the eight. I'm meet us, come Come coming out to fun and support a Fantastic. Well, we'll
6: we'll tweet out the link because I to say you're not allowed to sell tickets on the door. Apparently, you've got to buy them in advance. But we'll put the, uh, the link.
0: Listen, just just turn up. Oh, okay. We'll work it out. Turn up. We'll get <laughs> someone on the door. We'll, we'll we'll have a bucket now or something. You know what I mean? We'll put some money in a bucket or you something. Know I just turn up. If you're finding it difficult to. Uh, to buy tickets in advance, whatever. Honestly, turn up. I'll
6: be at the door, and I'll make sure I get you. Okay. There we go. Can also, can we just mention the film that you're in um, with Christian Bale and um, yeah. Oscar Isaac? The Promise, isn't it? What can you say called, about that? It's Oscar Isaac, Christian Bale, uh, Jean bruno and
0: a whole host of amazing actors. I know Oscar Isaac's Driver. You do? Yeah. Oh, it's it's good, isn't it?
5: It's a good story, isn't it? <laughs>
0: Oh, that Oscar Isaac what's his name? We'll give him a shout I can't
5: remember his name. Oh, <laughs> I was dreading name. you so saying Italian that. Name, do well, I didn't know, because he was always there, because where, where Red Dwarfs filmed is, is where Star Wars is being filmed. So okay. there was like, you know... So you've
0: got, you got to say hello
5: any he time to a photo of Oscar? No, he no, no. Oh, off. no, I didn't know. I wouldn't go near it. I wouldn't go near meeting any of the cast. But um, I saw Mark Hamill, though.
2: Oh, did you?
5: Yeah, I saw Mark Hamill dri- driving a car himself, by the way. It was like a classic sports car.
0: Yeah, well, why would he let anyone drive a classic
5: sport? He was driving, well, because everyone else was being driven, but he was driving himself. Oh, and right, he drove right, out, I guess, and I wasn't sure if it was Mark Hamill, and then I went into the offices at Red Dwarf, and I said, I think I've just seen Mark Hamill. I was quite excited about it. And then and I went, but I wasn't sure, wasn't sure. And then Mark Hamill tweeted later that day, that he had seen me. No, he didn't say that. Hey, he said he tweeted later that day. T- <laughs> <Yeah>. No, he <laughs> said he, he said later that day that um, about everyone was commenting about the black hat he'd been wearing. Then he put a picture of himself, and I went, "Yeah, that was definitely him." Then because he had that black hat on.
0: Next time, next said you've got to stop these people and say, hello. honestly, we're not, we're not animals.
5: I can't run in front of a car, mate. <laughs> yeah,
0: you can. Of course, you can. He's not going to run you over. Mind you, in a classic car, I might struggle to stop. Be mm.
2: careful.
5: Keep your distance. Yeah, right? no, I'm quite happy not not meeting my heroes, really, to be honest with you. Right, but, um, well you met me? A bit so well we've, here, we've, right? yeah, we've sort sort of met a bit on the phone. Kinda, of, yeah. Yeah and and I've, me. and I've signed with your agency. So that was And
0: you have, you've signed
5: with me. Doing alright for myself, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. can't wait, mate. Um, go Sam, on. thanks for joining us. We really, really appreciate it, and good luck with your charity match and all the rest. Of it and with Game of Thrones. And uh, we'll you, speak to you again soon. When you're back in London, come in. Um, by all means, whenever you want. Mm.
0: I'd love to see you again. I've been on the show before.
5: I'll pop in again and see you guys. All so right, dude. Thank you, time as well. No, no pleasure, pleasure, mate. Love. Pleasure. Thank you. Bye bye. Cheers, Sam. Bye. You're listening to the best of Fubar Radio.
7: Well, Radio, it's myself Sarah Love, and Reveal is in for my sticky this week. And right now, we're joined by our very special guest, the one and only Maverick Saber. Yes.
8: What's going Big on? Everyone yourself.
7: okay? Yes, it is lovely to have you here. Hey, thank, thank you, you for, for coming coming through. And some um, exotic accents in the studio some as well. Some beautiful accents going <laughs> on. You know what I mean? <laughs> We've got West London, <laughs> North
2: London,
7: <laughs> East London, yeah, and a bit further afield. But originally, right, you are you're London I'm
8: born, London, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was born. My mum's. Uh, Born and bred in Hackney, my father was Irish. I was born in Stoke Newington, and uh, when I was four, moved over to Ireland and was raised in Ireland. And then came back here when I was seventeen, and I've been back here ever since. now so okay, so uh, a, a Londoner with uh, with Irish blood, you know.
7: Mm. And then, like, what was your like original start in music though? Like, where was? Um, what are your roots in music? Where do they come from? Well,
8: my father was a musician. Okay. Um, and he brought me up. You know, he was uh, wicked, really. He brought me up on blues, a lot of blues, um, and a lot of traditional Irish folk music which I was raised around um, dabbling a bit of soul as well and then when I was a kid when I was 14, 15 I was an MC on the Irish hip hop scene and that's what gave me that's what kind of you know gave birth to my, my my whole musical career really and I came back here when I was 17 and you know, I was an MC star and I just was singing my choruses because I couldn't find anyone else in my little town to sing any of the choruses, <laughs> you know. And then uh that's how the music developed from there really.
7: Tell me about the Irish hip hop scene. Is that man like Rera? Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah.
8: you know, classics, yeah, yeah. legends. Yeah. Um Irish hip hop scene's a really beautiful thing. Um you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent that uh, only recently, now it's starting to get to 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 move forward in in a mainstream sense, where people are now starting to appreciate the accents. Okay. Whereas before, hearing Irish accents on hip hop wasn't really taken in by the mainstream media. In um, and mainstream audience in Ireland for a long while, you mm. know, um, and there's always been a real Toro scene. But yeah, there's a lot of a lot of talent in the Irish hip hop scene, right? man.
7: Mm, because I guess like we've had that same story in the uh, in in England as well, like where it took a long time for people to have that confidence, well, of to course. find their own voice innit, in it in hip hop.
8: And I think UK hip hop, from my perspective, UK hip hop had uh, an effect of on Irish people as well. Okay, you know, we uh, as an uh, as a Irish hip hop MC and, and being brought up in 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 that. Um, UK hip hop was a a massive influence, and uh, you know, having a mainstream audience breaking their ears down to hearing an English accent spitting. Mm. was not half the way there but was almost like alright it broke a little bit of a wall down you know because we definitely. were so Americanized for so long you know so yeah it's, it's, it's slowly slowly but surely people are coming around to it you know and there's a lot of beautiful talent there so it'd be a shame for it not to get heard.
7: Mm. well that's originally where the Americans get their accent from is you guys isn't it exactly. so really they're just biting uh, you exactly. and then it's
8: a beautiful circle it. no, yeah. no
7: but I think definitely <laughs> for us as well like you know English people just to hear your groups like London posse or whatever rapping in the UK accent like that big step like in terms of the evolution it's the identity
9: it's Mm. the identity man and like that's what I like when it's like you're saying like with the accent in the Irish hip hop scene Mm. and that and that's what I think it's all about when it comes full circle and people they start to appreciate like where it comes from and not trying to look somewhere else I think um, Chester P always says this thing about it's always that with the U.S. thing, it's like looking at someone else's garden and saying what a beautiful garden yeah. they've got. But then ignoring the garden that you have just behind your own garden. I think with the whole U.K. thing, it's good the way it's going recently. There is a lot of link ups and I love the regional accent thing like I in the it. U.K. And Here in Brom, always, Lads, Manchester, yeah, everyone. I love that's it. the big thing. And, I think, um, and you yeah. know, they
7: say in uh, the U.K. the accent changes every 25 miles.
9: Yeah, that oh, would well, make sense. Mean- <laughs> Isn't that
7: deep? But it's to do with like our history of invasion for thousands of years in the UK. Because you have like the Vikings, the Normans, the Romans—all these people coming into the UK. So that's why you have such an extreme accent from like because when you think Scouse and of like Geordie, they're not even far away. There's, mm. a, there's not that many miles, but like the accents are, are mad different. But mm. I I love it. So I want to hear hear more yeah. of that. Shout yeah, out! Yeah, think everyone. there's a
8: real beauty in, in honesty, you know.
7: Yeah, uh, that's another uh, thing for sure. When you sure. hear
8: real honesty coming true with a with a voice, and you know, it's it's yeah, it's powerful. It
7: resonates. Yeah,
8: definitely. Yeah, definitely. and
7: I think now because you, you're you're not so much known for like rapping necessarily nowadays, no, are no, you?
8: No, And the thing, no. so I
7: think like again, you've got a very like distinctive sound mm. to your 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 voice, and re- really when you think of the most successful singers in the history of popular music there are all these artists where straight away you know that's Whitney Houston straight away you know Mm. it's Barry White kind of thing so I think many people straight away they know it's it's you and they hear your track it's slightly different to to Barry White's tone but you know no but it's still absolutely lovely but then how did that whole like transition then going into sort of Exploring more of the the singing side of things if you're saying like hip-hop was such a big part of well, your beginnings Really
8: hip uh, for me hip-hop brought me brought me out musically um, It wasn't the origin of what I got influenced by you know my father's music was my you know You know that would a lot of blues really mm. and 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 Irish stuff was really You know what got me writing when I was a kid, so I was singing before anything but hip-hop brought me forward as a writer you know and and hip-hop really brought stories out of me that i wasn't able to you know write down before writing songs you know um Mm. and then yeah over 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 the time um hip-hop brought out the singing side of me even more so and you know i got into jazz through hip-hop i got into more soul i was experiencing new music from sampling from making my own beats and that just brought more more musical sides out of me than I had seen before you know
7: and when you say you got into soul like what kind of artists are you talking about when you um, say soul because you see like nowadays it's like when you say soul music there's so many different it's, I guess it's the same with hip hop too you know like when I often meet people and I'm like yeah I'm a, a <coughs> DJ what kind of music do you play hip hop and then it's like nowadays you got to kind of really break down what you mean when you say a hip hop DJ whereas mm. in the bars hip hop you understood what yeah, that meant, of kind of thing, and that's in many ways it's the same thing with soul. As soon as you had that emergence of the term like neo soul mm, and stuff mm. and everything, so that's why when you're saying soul, I'm wondering well, what kind of artists are you
8: soul t- for about? me that you know that influenced me all around was stuff like Marvin Gaye, Otis Redding,
7: <laughs> Marvin Bobby, is one of my all time favorite artists, yeah,
8: Bobby Womack, um, Nina Simone. Ella Fitzgerald, that was kind of, you know, strong vocalist that always, that always captured me.
7: You know? Yeah, oh that my God, those me. are some of like the most iconic, like amazing singers of all time. Those are proper singers.
8: Yeah, of course. And you know what? There was, I watched um, a Nina, Nina Simone documentary recently and she yeah. said, You see that? Um, and she said, It was, a, uh, this might not be the correct quote, but she said, You know, it's our duty as musicians to speak on the times. And for me all them artists there you know it wasn't just the voice the voice represented a message behind what they were speaking about and and for me that's that captured me even more so that's what
7: i'm always saying no Uh, nina simone's definitely a big part of my life my mum worked with nina Simone at one one time kind of thing but you know being such a troubled person you know you just feel that fire in her belly come through the music and i'm just so much a fan of people using the platform they have for a greater cause rather than just like a egotistical message and things like that i think it's important and those are the people that really leave the lasting mark as well yeah
8: I? of course i think music's a blessing you know a real blessing um and i think we'd be you know it it, it comes with great responsibility you know we've got three four minutes in mm-hmm. a kid's ears on the way to school on a mum and dad's ears on the way to walk on the train like what do you want to say to someone if you have that time in in, in their space you know, mm. how can you affect do you want to leave a positive impact do you want to leave nothing or do you want to leave something negative you know
9: mm. that's deep man I think a lot of people don't really think like that man you know like you got a bigger man up for thinking like that especially like in the, in I the industry it. I love it like, that's, that's, that's real man that's that going back to the honesty thing that's where it comes across in your music as well you know like it's sincere man and like I think just today, like, everything's so manufactured and the industry is refreshing when someone's just speaking their mind, speaking their heart. And, like, I they think do so have many people,
7: yeah, nowadays feel that it's... Because we just, <clears> there's <throat> so much emphasis on this, like, X-factor kind mm. of get-rich-quick overnight success um, yeah. thing. Like, people don't necessarily... They're not having enough of those yeah. examples of, like, how you graft and the lineage that it this, takes um, to conversation achieve. conversation
9: with someone and they were sort of saying, like, so and so pop artists. they smacked it they got in there for a year and now they're <laughs> out they never have to make music again mm-hmm. and it was right, right around the time we lost David Bowie and I was thinking right. about it like man you know think about making your money from music in a year or think about leaving this musical legacy for yeah. decades if not centuries to yeah. come and it's like something's been lost along the way but with all of this sort of industry commodification it's refreshing to see artists like yourself that still hold to those central values and that. And i got to big you up for that, man. Yeah. No. But I think,
8: that, I think there's, a, there's a change happening, you know, in music. There's mm. a change. I can feel it, you know. I mm. think if you give people McDonald's for years and years, right, the first couple of them mm. taste good, yeah. But <laughs> after, after, <laughs> a, af, after a while, you're going to be desperate for an apple. Like, you're going to be desperate yes. for some fruit and veg, mm. you know. And I think people have been, you know, we've been starved of honesty and truthfulness in music for a long while. And I think it's one of the last... Tools as people that we have left that you know you know that, that we can actually use to change something.
7: Mm. You know, so. and you know what I was hearing about a study recently that was saying how music is has probably actually existed longer than human beings have had the physical um, like anatomy to be able to speak so it's like music is such an ancient thing in the human experience it's like even precedes language yeah. and everything you know which, ma- which makes a lot of sense I think that's a lot of the reason of why you know you can hear a piece of music and it can make you want to cry it can change your mm. day and make you not, not
9: to get like too deep or <laughs> nothing but in Islam that's why they believe they say that it's, it's directly related to the vibration of emotion that's why you have to be so oh, careful wow. around it yeah so it's kind of like the way it can affect you directly affects you on the emotional without words that's where the power of it, I think, it comes from as all that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so,
7: no, I'm so happy to hear that, like, you know, that's a lot of your, the essence of what um, is inspiring your music. And you've been collaborating with some, like, really interesting array of artists as well, including yeah. um, people like Joey Badass. Yeah. Yeah, how did that come about? Um,
8: th- that was, uh, you know, all thanks to social media, to be honest. Someone, okay. pla- someone played me, um, someone played me his uh, Survival Tactics song friend mm. of mine. That was the first thing I ever heard and he was a kid at the time. And uh, I downloaded his um, 1999 mixtape mm. and he had some Lewis Parker beats. Yeah, yeah, that hard luck. A- yeah, 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 bad. And I'd actually written over them like two years previous. So to hear a New York Aww. MC on that, I was like, all right, um, downloaded it. And then he uh, he posted up uh, lyrics to one of my songs on his Twitter. Started talking and we met for the first time on stage when he was 18. And we performed a, a tune called My Youth um, down at the 100 Club and uh yeah and then we just had a friendship ever since then when i go to new york we link up when he comes here we link up and we've made music together and yeah it's it's a you know it's it's more than music it's a it's a brother love you know
9: oh See, that, that's refreshing man you know like sometimes it's like you look at the way things go in like the music industry and it's like like you're saying everyone's like this x factor kind of thing and everyone's rushing to get to this point and then when they get to this point where they get past a certain point they just make this generic watered down all sounds the same music but I'm all about like these kind of collaborations yeah, that you're saying course. that can happen, of and course. it's good to see that like you're actually using the power for good, for one of a better term Do no, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be like, wasted, it'd be wasting that,
8: well. it if you want, you know, mm. a wasting it. And uh, collaboration-wise, I like to, you know, collaborate with people I connect with, you know, mm. because it's like you know, it's, it's a special thing making music, you know, and uh, you will end up making generic music if you have no love or connection with anybody that you're making the music with. Mm. So,
7: and it's a privilege too. Of course, massively. Mm. massively. Yeah, massively what other producers and MCs are you feeling
8: um producer wise you know there's um Jimmy Hogarth the producer I worked with on this album um a guy called Dan Radcliffe it goes under the name of Otters who I worked on this record with and I did a load of songs with him on my first album um I suppose musicians. There's a lot. I'm, I'm, I really respect what's going on with Graeme now and the rebot and you know, the, I've, I've got a lot of respect for Skepters and uh, you know, and the Stormsies right yes, now. Because Macanoo. yeah, I'm I'm happy to see like you know, not trying to be anything and really you know, like we were speaking about earlier on about the truthful and honesty side of things, you know, and that's really you know, I think hitting home with people. And people are really connecting with it. Mm. Um, and- no, go on, go, on, go, on, go on. <laughs> no, no, no,
7: I was just going to say, and the other, I mean, the cool thing that's <clears> happening <throat> with Grime right now is like how, because really when I go go to the States, I don't really feel that there's anything like new... You know, and exciting that's happening, like a real kind of grassroots movement. Although I do, like, I think the industry has kind of like got its claws into the grime scene, like, they're making sure that they're ready to, like, feed off it too, kind of thing. But, uh, you know, it is truly, like, a grassroots, like, UK movement sort of thing. And they're, you know, the Americans, they're being, like, they're they're feeding off of it too.
8: Every time I go to America recently, their same names are popping up, Storms, these skeptics, like, that weren't popping up before, you know. Mm -hmm. So there's definitely a connection being made there, you know.
9: Yeah. did you see um, Stormzy tweeted this thing the other day where he was like on his last release I think shut up yeah mm-hmm. the artwork for it is actually for Wicked Skengman. And then he was like, I didn't notice I put the wrong artwork on my single mm-hmm. on iTunes until now. <laughs> and that's Uh-oh. how you know it's not this industry yeah. filtered, like, board of directors checking out the artwork. It's just man putting out music yeah. and it's that connection thing again. I
7: guess, in a way, that's kind of how Kanye's operation is working right now <laughs> yeah. as well. It's just like
8: off the cuff. Did you see, but it's going good. On. You feel that
9: though. I like that. I yeah. like that. About Did you see you. someone put about Kanye's album cover? They put, that's what happens when your um, trial of Photoshop runs out and you have to go to MS Point and paint. <laughs>
7: People are pretty cold, blooded. He's yeah. an easy target, isn't he? But did you hear that 30, <coughs> 30 Hours track, uh, the Kanye uh, record?
8: I haven't heard that, no, I haven't heard it. The last thing, the most recent thing I heard from Kanye was the Kanye Kenry- Kendrick.
9: No More
7: Parties.
8: Yeah, in yeah, LA. yeah, yeah. I was feeling, right. that. I was feeling it, that. And
7: that was produced by, by Madlib. Are you up on any of those? Oh, wow, all um,
8: oh, right, right. kind I didn't realize Madlib produced Apparently that, yeah. he gave yeah. him
9: six beat CDs for the life of Pablo and that's the only tune that Kanye used and he left off the original track list because he tweeted this seven track track list yeah. and then he tweeted the 17 track track list and he put it back on there. So it's like five more beats of wow. Madlib CDs just went like. I'm glad that the
8: mainstream audience are hearing more Madlib. That's always (laughs) a that's always a beautiful thing. But this is why I do
7: have respect for, as much as he the dude can bug me sometimes as well, kind of thing. This is why I do have a lot of respect for Kanye because you know he's keeping his eye out on producers like Kareem Riggins, like uh, Madlib, and you know he's brave enough to bring that sound. Like he could have easily just gone for a name, the same kind of 808 heartbeat like type sound as something that's predictable and safe sort of thing. But you know, I guess he's got nothing to lose. He might as well. like go, There's a slack controversy
9: over one of the gospel loops he used that's previously been used by Budgie and it's been published and Kanye's people have heard it and the same loops just a mi- the miracle. whole album
7: that's the story that I'm mm. hearing
9: with the whole album because yeah. I just
7: think because like we say and he's just randomly chucking things up on SoundCloud yeah. left right and centre without like things being yeah. cross-checked, cross checked um, put properly and stuff but his
8: team must be having a little nightmare behind <laughs> <him that laughs> yeah, <but> the <laughs> like
7: sweating yeah. bullets right now.